What's up, my good sis? This your girl, Coach Nkwondra, at The Purpose Place. Welcome back to the Women Alike podcast, where we get into the realness of what it's like to live, think, breathe, eat, sleep, walk, talk as a woman of God. This is season three of our podcast, and we're going to keep it raw, real, and relevant all year long. We're on this podcast to break curses, expose demonic plots, and to be uplifted. You know, it's time for us as daughters to show up and show out. So let's get into this message. So this video is for all my sisters who are in a season where they are losing friends. And not losing friends because you betrayed them and did them wrong, but you're losing friends because you chose to live a life that that glorifies God and your other friends are just not ready to do that. They can't get jiggy with it. And so now you're in a place where am I going to stay connected with these people who are encouraging me to do things that are displeasing to God? Or am I going to go and keep walking with God and and walk away from these friendships? And that's a a tough decision to make. Like that hurts. It, It really hurt when I lost some of my close friends and or when I had to distance myself from family members and couldn't show up to certain situations and events because of the activities that were going going on in those places or the types of conversations and the mindsets that were um, connected to me that I could no longer um, be a part of, it hurt. And so we go through this season where we shut off these these friendships that don't mean us good, um, that don't help us, but hinder us. And it hurts still. Although these friends are not usually bad people. They're not usually bad people. They just have bad habits and um, they don't share the same beliefs and, or aren't ready to make the commitment that to God that we have made to God. And so it hurts. And that's okay to hurt. That's okay to um, grieve that relationship, that friendship, that or intimate relationship. Sometimes we got to break up with our boyfriends and or or break off marriages and 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 engagements because of this reason you choosing to serve God and the relationship or the person just doesn't or they're not ready that hurts and so I want to speak to you today to encourage you to to do it anyway with your feelings hurt with your pride hurt and everything stay set apart And so this season of isolation where you feel like you're losing people is not to harm you, but it is to help you. See, God has to move people from your life. He has to get people out of your your ear, the wrong people out of your ear so that he can get the right people in your ear. Because the person who has your ear is is ultimately your influence. And you want to make sure that you have the right people in your ear. And God wants to make sure that you have the right people in your ear. And plus, as you're reading God's word and you're, you're studying it, your heart is changing. Your mindset is shifting. Your values are changing. And you're going to find yourself not having much in common with this person anyway, with this friend anyway. And so eventually the relationship is going to either die down or that person is going to try and influence you to go back to what you used to do. Or it's going to be a safety net for you to go back and do what you used to do. And so that's why you have to spend some alone time with God so that he can strengthen you to stay flat footed on your feet in his principle, in his word, in his love. Right. 
and it hurts. And it hurts. Somebody asked me how long did it take for me to be okay with losing my close friends. And it took me a while. It took me maybe a year and a half or so. Because there were times where people would ask me to go out and I would go anyway and didn't end up regretting it. There were times where, you know, I would be on the phone gossiping, get off the phone and then like, dang, I shouldn't have been talking about these people that way. You know, people calling me and just pouring all of their mess onto me, wanting to me to listen. And I'm just accepting it and taking it in because I don't want to lose their friendship, you know, right? relationships sticking in sticking in it with them continuing to date them although I know that they don't do me no good and we're not really a benefit for each other we just each other's company I've been there I've had to let some of those things go and it was for the better it was for the better it hurt nothing stopped it from hurting but I went through it anyway that pain was for a purpose and some things that I did to to manage my time, to fill in my time and to, and so that I wouldn't go back to those past relationships that, um, that weren't good for me. I, um, journaled and I went hiking, you know, I found people who were like-minded. I found people who were serving God or at least wanted to serve God in the same capacity that I did. I found different hobbies. I found different things to do gradually. It didn't happen in an instant. It happened gradually because I still struggled with smoking on and off. I still struggled with drinking on and off and having sex on and off. There were things that I still struggled with, but I knew what my goal. And, and so as I was working towards my goal to keep my temple pure, to stay sober minded, to um, use my words to empower and uplift instead of tear down. It just took some time for me to do it, and I did it. And it took a season of isolation where I was alone a lot. And that was a lot of time for me to get to know who God was. That was a lot of time for me to study the Bible uninterrupted. That was a lot of time for me to get an understanding of, of prayer you know, because when you got a lot of friendships and a lot of relationships, you got to divvy up your time. You got to divvy up your time. And when you by yourself, all you do is God. All you have is time for God, which is wonderful. It's a wonderful thing to have. And as God is removing, remember that he is adding to. So, like I said, he's removing these people, these these people, the wrong people that are in your ear. And putting the right ones in your ear. And ask God to reveal to you. A lot of times we already have people around us who are like-minded. But we just don't see it. You got to ask God to reveal that to you. Who God do I have around me that I can connect with. That that I can go to for help when I need it. That I can hang out with when when I want to, you know, socialize or go hang out and, and do things. Lord, who's already around me? And then pray for the type of friend you want to be. And also prep yourself the type to be the type of friend that you would want to be friends with. You know what I'm saying? Like the things that you're asking God for, you need to be preparing yourself for that. So if you want a great friend that always show up, that's loyal, that's honest, that pours into you and you pour into them, you need to make sure you're equipped to do the same thing. 
same thing for a husband. If you want a, a God-fearing man that show up and show out and love and fine and all that extra stuff, God can pay the bills and just sweet and genuine and kind and funny and tall, dark and and whatever you want. You need to make sure you fit the bill for that, too. And so this season of isolation is just for that. It gives you time to work on you and also grow closer to God. And that's what I took time to do in my season of isolation where I didn't really have any friends. I took a lot of time to know to know God. He did a lot of of work with me in that season. And no, it didn't feel good, but it was good for me and it is good for you to go through it sis so i encourage you to go through it shed the tears have the feels journal about your feels vlog about your feels have them you are you you are able to have feelings your feelings are valid don't mask them don't be in denial have them but also go to god about them that's another thing I learned in my season where I, I was isolated, uh, going to God instead of going to weed, instead of going to, to to drinking or to having sex or to laying up. I learned a lot how to go to God and to go to him first. And I'm still learning to go to him first. Right. And even with family members, like you got to set boundaries with that. And people set boundaries with people in general. And sometimes it's going to be your family that you have to make set boundaries with. There's events in my family that I don't go to because I already know what's up. You know, I already know what's up. I don't need to be around that. There's times where I go do go around. I show my face. I say my haze and my hugs and things. And then I go about my business because I can't be around what's going on. That's my past. Those are the things that kept me in my in the cycle of destruction. Destruction. Those are the things that kept me bound. Those are the things that kept me outside of grace. And I can't go back to that. Those are the things that aided me in suppressing my, the reality of my life. And I can't go back to living in darkness. I can't go back to being deceived, not knowing not having value for my life, I can't go back there. And so I I and I choose to serve God. And I want to make sure that my life pleases him. I want to make sure that I can hear him at all times. I want to make sure that I can see him at all times. I want to make sure that when he has something for me, whether it comes through from him or somebody he sends from another person that I can receive it, that I'm not drunken but that I'm in sober sober mind and vigilant and so I had to set up boundaries even with my family and you will have to too set up boundaries with some of your family members I hope I'm helping you here in this season of isolation and know that you may be physically alone but you are not lonely because God is always with you. His presence is always with you. When Jesus left, he said, I'm going to leave you with the gift, the Holy Spirit. He said, I'm not leaving you here by yourself. I'm going to leave you with the gift, the Holy Spirit. And that's our connection to God. We get to go straight to him. And so you may feel physically like alone, like I'm in here in my apartment, 
alone, but I'm not lonely because the presence of God is with me ever more. And so, sis, go through that long that the season of isolation. Go shed those friends. And I'm not saying you got to go to them, be nasty, rude, and cut them off. Be like, I'm serving, I'm serving God now. I ain't got time for you. I ain't got time to be smoking and drinking. Y'all going to hell. Y'all doing this. Y'all going to that. Please don't do that. But do let them know I am dedicated. I have dedicated my life to God and I want to live a life that's pleasing unto him. So I cannot do these things no more. And I hope that you can respect that. I hope you can respect my boundaries. And there are going to be people who talk about you. There's going to be people who look at you and say, "Mm, she thinks she better than everybody else because she wants to go and serve God, the nerve of her. They're going to be like the nerve, right? And those are the people where you're like, all right, well, you won't hear from me anyway. And then there are going to be some people who are respective of that. And they won't be inviting you to places that will tempt tip tempt you into doing displeasing things there won't they won't um bring certain things to you because they respect what you what your what your goal is they respect your decision to dedicate your life to god and those are the people you want to keep around you and then know that your friends your family if they stay closely connected to you or not they're watching you and so let your life be modeled after Christ that it be the example that they see in how to live their life so that in hopes that they go and see about God themselves and they see the change in you and you never know y'all might end up rekindling your friendship they may come to you and ask you questions about their faith and how you went through this and how you went through that and you would be the one to encourage them But that season of isolation is important because you have to get by yourself so God can reveal unto you some things. I remember being in a relationship and I was in a relationship and I had told, actually, I ain't tell God nothing. He was telling me, (laughs) me and this guy, we had broken up for the 100 million trillion time. And I think this was in like 2019 or 2020. We had broken up for the one trillionth time and I was outside walking and I told the Lord. No, I didn't tell the Lord. I'm sorry. He told me. He said, there are some things that I'm not going to allow you to have or hear or receive. When you are outside of my grace, when you get into things prematurely. And I was like, Because the moment I broke up with this guy, I started hearing from God immediately. It was like this block was removed from my ears. And I remember Pastor Amber um, speaking to me and she said that there's something in your way. There's something in your way. There's something in between you and God. And I think it may be a boyfriend. And she said, do you have a boyfriend? I was like, yeah, I do. She said, I think that's what it is. And then a few days after that, you know, that kind of rattled me. And so we broke up. And as soon as we broke up, I heard that there were some things that I'm not going to allow you to have because or when you are outside of my grace. He said that. And so there will be things that we won't be able to see, receive or hear when we are not in his face, when we are not living our life pleasing to him when we are not 
living sober-minded, sober-minded, when we aren't vigilant, we're not going to see and hear everything that God will have for us because there's a block you just put up. There's a wall you just built. That you just put on some very dark tinted glasses when you when you walk away from him, when you turn back from him, when you go back to that old thing. And thank God for the conviction of the Holy Spirit, because that convicts, that gets you in check real quick. And then you go back and repent every time and keep just keep making changes until you get it right. Don't dwell on it after you repent. Just make changes until you get it right. Stay ahead of your triggers. And when you see problems coming, praise God, because that's an opportunity for him to show up and show out. OK, I'm done. But I just want to encourage you in this season of isolation to stay in it for as long as he would have for you and to use this time to get a closer relationship with him, to get some questions answered and ask him, Lord, bring me whatever friend you need, whatever friend that you want. You write it down, ask him for it and to reveal to you the people that are already connected to you that will keep you uplifted empowered and moving forward thank you so much for listening to this episode before you slide sis i want to invite you to join us on geneva it's a private community for us to connect daily. If that sounds like something you need to be a part of, you need to go ahead and get into the room. So go to your app store, type in Geneva. Once you get in the app, you need to search for The Purposed Place. Or you can simply click the link in this description and it'll take you straight there. Okay. Either way, make sure you get in the room. And when you get there, we'll be talking soon. God bless.